friend You don't ever let them stress you You are now listening to Ford with CC A spot where you come to talk and be free Put your headphones on and turn up the V You can cheer for the winner, she turned up the heat CC, how they win, we all watch the clock And the three-point shot, they took jaws a drop And the crowd go nuts, cranked up, but not yet Since 2020, she been had it locked You are listening to See, she got the best news Wake up, don't you press news Don't ever let them stress you Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. And guys, I know I'm late, but we live in the world of technology. And you know, some things just don't like to work the way you want them to work. But we are here. Your girl is back. We have a dope guest, Miss Nini from Atlanta. Nah, but she's mad dope. Energy is on a thousand. Vibe is great. Um, I love when people come and be open and be free and be themselves because the conversation is always smooth. We laugh the entire time. Um, I had asked her if she could describe her game in one word. She says she's a dog. Now, you already know what that means, guys. Game. You can just picture that in your head, right? And I also asked her if she was going to take the last shot, would you... uh, do a layup would you take the mid-range or would you shoot the three of course she said that she was gonna shoot the three because she's a shooter so guys without further ado we're gonna jump right into this interview because i really enjoyed myself great conversation um and i want you guys to enjoy this vibe just as much as i did and you know learn is just as much as i did so guys without further ado introducing nini Good evening, Nini. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good this evening. Kind of hot, but I'm enjoying it because we're about to get some rain for two weeks. So I'm soaking all this heat up. Mm, it's been raining a lot down here in Atlanta, so I understand. Well, I, when I was there, it was nice and sunny. So I I, <laughs> I enjoyed that sun while I was there because it was cold here in Rhode Island when I was up there. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us who you are and where you're from. So, my name is Carnethia Brown, but I go by Nene. I'm born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, I did read that. So, what was it like growing up there in the basketball culture in Kentucky? Oh, it was so much fun. Well, I didn't really get into the basketball culture until I was maybe in high school. That's when I started to play AAU. Um, So, I did play organized ball in school, but it was never really serious. So, I actually took it, started taking it serious, like eighth grade, going into freshman year of high school. So, um, once I started AAU, it was lit. Like everyone was amazing. I had a good time. Um, luckily the people that were above me, they were actually really good basketball players. So they taught me so much um on my AAU team. So yeah, it was lit. What is one of the biggest things you can say with like AAU then to AAU now? Uh, AAU then in Louisville was very aggressive. I know as far as my AAU coach, like he didn't play a lot of back talk, walking up the court, um, parents in the stands. Like, he didn't play. It was a lot of stuff that he didn't really play about. So now it's like the game has been softened um, to, you know, go with the feelings of the basketball player, which is understandable, but it's completely different now from when I was playing. 
And do you feel like the parents control a lot of what goes on their kids playing time? Um, mm -hmm. If they're going to come off the bench, if they're going to be starting. And if that doesn't happen, do you think parents like pull their kids too fast from yeah. programs? Um, I do think um, as far as the athletes, parents do have a lot of say so as far as what they do, where they go and how they play. Um, but depending on the coach, um, some of the coaches really don't care about what the parents say. If your, your, your child is good, they're good. If not, they need help, you know, this and the third. But um, I do feel like nowadays parents do have a strong, a stronger um a stronger impact as far as what school the what team the, the child play for what school they go to and if they're not performing the way they they feel like they should be performing they'll pull them and put them on another team so I feel like nowadays the parents do have more control over what goes on and when you speak about coaching just your experience um can you just speak to how important it is to have a coach that invests in you on and off the court <sighs> Having a coach that invests, like, that sees you for you and not just a basketball player is amazing. Um, Again, I started playing basketball, well, AAU when I was in high school. My AAU coach, I've only had one. Um, If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I am now. He actually took the time to understand me as a person, as a player, on and off the court, which made playing for him a lot easier as I got older. Um, So having a coach that believes in you and see you for you and not just somebody that can score – or play defense is is life changing. I know that's right because some of these coaches, I'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yes. But you know, <laughs> it's crazy stuff. But yeah, and getting them only to a D one school, and that's it. Um, and speaking about Literally. like schooling and college and stuff, how was your process in picking um a college or university or your route that you went for your next level in basketball? Um. My process was pretty easy. Um, my coach was big on, okay, D1 is amazing. You know, a lot of people that do go, great, but that's not the only option. Um, so, again, if it wasn't for that, man, I honestly don't know where I'd be because in my head, I'm like, oh, I got to go D1. Um, but my decision was to go Division One JUCO. So I went to mm -hmm. a school, a small school in Moberly, um, just to get more fundamental, to get the dog back in me from being um, a small town in Louisville. So... Yes. So my, 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 my transition from AAU to college was very different. It was very smooth. Um, I went to division one, Juco, Mobley area community college, um, graduated from there. Best decision of my life. I'm glad I actually went to that school. Um, wow. and then I went D1. And so that's kind of how my process went. And when you say like fundamentals and you got the dog back into, can you just elaborate more on like, what is the difference on going like a D1 JUCO and then off to a D1 school? Um, So JUCO teaches you how to humble yourself um, mm -hmm. as far as playing basketball, because you leave high school, you could be the top person there, but JUCO is literally you, you win or you lose. You only have two years to figure out what you want to do. So you don't have three years, four years to, okay, well, I got another year left. No, you have two years to figure out what you want to do and how good you want to be at basketball. Um, so because I was on that time frame and on that time, that, that time schedule, I was able to become more fundamentally sound in basketball with my coach, of course, and my other teammates. Um, and best decision of my life again. So, yeah. And can you just speak to how important it is to be, always to be a student of the game? of basketball 
you got to stay a student of the game, no matter how good you feel like you are, how much you know, stay a student of the game. You can always learn something else. If you are a point guard, you can always become a better point guard than you was the year before than you are now. If you're a shooting guard, you can always become a better shooting guard by watching film, watching other players, listen to your coach, listen to teammates, like always be willing to learn from other people that have been in position you are or want to go where you want or somebody that is where you want to be so always be willing to listen and learn with an open open eyes open heart open mind um don't take nothing personal everything is business when it comes to basketball oh you heard that guys everything is business don't take it personal um, don't take it personal <laughs> that's that's hard for some people that's hard for a lot of people mm -hmm. Um, when you jumped, you said you went to a Division One school after. What was the school? And did you have any hard challenges from going to JUCO into Division One? And if so, what were they and how did you get through them? Yeah, so when once I left Morbilly, I went to um I went to um Alabama AM University. Mm -hmm. Um, great school, great coach. My biggest problem was going from JUCO to Division One, the pace. The mm. pace the you have to practice like you play that's really true practice like you play no matter what go hard practicing working out warming up whatever so when you do play the transition is so much easier so that was that was kind of my problem when once I transitioned to division one easy fix um because division one do start in June when you go work out when you go June July August so that also helped me propel myself throughout the season and being in Division One, how would you describe your game in one word when you were playing? At uh, how would I describe my my game in one word? Mm -hmm. Dog. I had to become a dog. I actually learned how to become a better shooter at Division One. That's when I became a shooter. Ooh. So when I came in here, I became a shooter. I had to become a dog because I'm not the I'm not the tallest. Um, at the time, I wasn't the quickest. So. My coach literally found something in my game that I already had and perfected it to a craft. Oh, I know that's right. So if you were, you know, you sense you're a shooter. So do you like the fact that the game has been more shooting wise, you know, since Steph Curry came and changed the game? Mm -hmm. uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Only because <laughs> now... <laughs> only because now everybody live and die by the three-pointer like mm -hmm. yeah it's good oh hey yeah we made a three but there's a mid-range and there are layups so once you get the, once the three-point became like oh once you keep extending yeah that's cool and all but if you miss six of them it's kind of take to the basket it's time to learn that's, that's my yeah. type of game so if you were had the if it was you and you had the last shot you take what are you taking a layup a mid-range are you going for the three three but <laughs> it just depends. Balls in my hand and they say we're trying to win i'm definitely gonna go for a three see what, what happened going on no go for the <laughs> it depends. if we're down one of course i'm gonna try to you know do a mid-range shot you know but if we're down two come on well, i'm tired <laughs> and if you um when you first started playing um basketball au and in high school was there anyone that you felt that you mimic their game, looked up to their game, or anything like that. Um, see, my the way I figured out basketball because I live in Louisville, Angel McCarty. I didn't really Ooh. know much about the WNBA. I didn't really know much about anything as far as just Louisville basketball. And Angel McCarty was the player. So growing up, I mimicked her attitude wise, aggression. I just tried to just be like her as much as possible. 
I love that. That's what's up. Cause you're not, you know, a lot of people still currently learn in the W and a lot of, mm-hmm. I always get AI, Cole, MJ. Yeah. So it's, it's really good to hear. Um, Angel, I love that. And currently what's going on and what are you currently, um, you, I know you're still pro baller, but what is currently doing? Um, currently, as far as basketball, I play for two teams here in Atlanta. I play for a team in the WABA. It's called the Atlanta Angels. Um, and I play in the AEBL as well for a team called the Bands, B-A-N-S. Um, and then working my way up to get back overseas in the next few months or so. Do you like being overseas? I really enjoyed it. My first year was amazing, but I was lucky enough to go to a country. I went to Ireland, so they speak mm-hmm. English. Um, very nice people, very welcoming. So I was lucky enough to be around a, a town and people that actually spoke English. So I didn't really have to adjust much other than to the weather. It was really cold there. Um, yeah, it was freezing there. But other than that, I was lucky enough to be on a team with a program that actually, like, fed into me for my first year, showed me different things and actually believed in what I can do. And even if I did have a bad game, they wasn't like, oh, well, we, you have to go, you know? So I, I was lucky <laughs> to be a part of a good team and a program that actually was like, okay, we actually like you here. So let's continue to make you better. That's what's up. And what would you say is the biggest difference from like their style of play to the style of play over here? the uh, great like they don't call no fouls over <laughs> I say no fouls no fouls like you literally have to get tackled in order for the referee to look at you and be like okay you probably did get fouled right there like so the aggression the style of play is very different it's very fundamentally sound overseas like no they're not the fastest they're not the quickest they can't jump very high but they know how to score so you have to learn how to adjust overseas to how they play and then once you do that it's a breeze but then that just brings out the dog in you even more. And Hello? then you come and then you can become a killer shooter. And then you're good. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so what do you have plans for like the next five years? Um, do you still want to continue basketball or do you want to do something else? Um, of course, I still want to continue basketball, but I'm more so tapping into my personal training. Um, I love to train kids on the side as well. Fundamentals as far as skills and teaching them how to shoot, dribble and whatnot. But I do want to tap more into my personal training because I feel like the only way athletes can get better is if they have a stronger coach um, conditioning wise. People, mm. a, lot of, a lot of kids don't condition a lot. A lot of people don't condition the proper way. So that's kind of where I'm starting to lean towards to now because I am a personal trainer. Um, So that's kind of where my life is going to start leading towards in the next five years. Oh, that's what's up. I hate, I don't like trainers because I like to do the gym at my own pace, my own mm-hmm. way. Don't push me. If I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> you know, but for all those people out there that need a trainer, make sure you hit up, you know, Nini, she got you. Yes, yeah. um, one more thing before I let you go. When you hear the word basketball, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Dedication. Basketball Ooh. is a game. Like, you can play basketball for fun, of course, you know. But if you really want to, you have to be dedicated to it. It's nothing easy that comes with basketball. Everything you do when it comes to basketball, each step, you have to earn it. Nothing is ever going to be given to you. So you have to be dedicated to the process. It's hard. It's draining sometimes. But at the end, it's all worth it. 
Yes, it is. Well, I thank you, Nini, for coming in and chopping it up with your girl and sharing your journey with me. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. And um, thank you again. We finally got it done, guys. It took a little yes. bit, but I finally got you on. <laughs> thank you. No problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. Have a good night. Too. So guys, you know how last week I had asked you guys, um, you know, what can I call you? I think I'm going to call you my little ballers. Well, not little, but my my fellow ballers. Um, I think that's what I'm going to say. You know how, because, you know, I just can't do the whole fans thing. That just doesn't sound right to me. But I just did want to inform you guys that there will not be an episode next weekend because the girl will be up in Las Vegas covering the WNBA All-Star Game. So there will not be... Um, an episode next weekend but I will you know I'll make sure I put up pictures and photos and videos and give you some coverage that way definitely want to give a shout out to Jarrell Grimes for writing and performing my intro song King Nate Productions for producing my intro song um, make sure you guys tune in to the live show with the squad on Mondays the full 94 at 8 30 um, shout out to the team MTMB Sports make sure you go on the website check out what everybody is doing that is part of the squad you know catch up with the team may find some other interests that you do like so just go on the website check out some articles that we have you know we cover football we cover boxing um we cover more sports more different takes on basketball you know um college football so just um go on the website check out the team go on the instagram tiktoks um facebook youtube subscribe guys subscribe 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 um again and until i get back sees out